Welcome everybody to the latest edition of the Hitman Chronicles semi-weekly boxing podcast. This is your host, the original great, your uncle Rob Silver. And today we are finishing up our series of the greatest upsets in boxing history with the greatest upset in boxing history. That's the night of February 11th, 1990. Mike Tyson defending his undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. Against Buster Douglas. I'm going to give a brief historical overview. Of this fight. And then I will play a a re-recording. Of a Patreon behind the paywall episode. I did. On the Fight Game Media uh, Patreon page. From a year ago. You guys will be hearing it for the first time. On the free feed on the Hitman Chronicles. The greatest upset in boxing history. February 11th, 1990, and like what like I do with all my historical podcasts, I give you guys the timestamp and the YouTube uh, link, and I do the recreation of the play-by-play as we do a watch-along of this historic fight, the greatest upset in boxing history. There's no other contender. This is it. No other fight can lay claim to being the greatest upset in boxing history. Only Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson. Now, I wrote an article about this fight about two and a half years ago on FightGameMedia.com. And I'm giving you the audiobook version right now. James Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson. February 11th, February 11th 1990. From the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan. Japan. And as I wrote. I remember being 13 years old and telling my father the night Larry Holmes defended his world heavyweight title against Ronaldo Snipes that this fight was going to be a one-sided mismatch. My father explained to me that when two big men are in the ring, anything can happen. For the first six rounds, my theory was on the money as Holmes completely outclassed Snipes with his... Battering ram of a left jab and well-placed right crosses. Then all of a sudden in round seven, Snipes landed a picture-perfect missile of a right cross that dropped and badly hurt Holmes. When that happened, my father smiled at me with that I told you so look. Holmes was able to recover and would eventually stop Snipes in the 11th round, but not before almost getting knocked out. Right before the night of the Mike Tyson-Buster Douglas fight, I reminded my father what he had told me over eight years prior to this evening. While Pop didn't think Douglas had the heart and determination to pull off the upset, he wouldn't be surprised if Douglas hurt Mike as he was six inches taller than the so-called baddest man on the planet. What my father and I didn't take into consideration that evening was the fact that Buster's mother had passed away a little over three weeks before he was to fight Tyson. Looking back, I've always felt that it was a combination of his mother dying and Tyson not taking Douglas seriously that helped Buster put on the performance of a lifetime. Despite having personal problems with his ex-wife Robin Givens and his tumultuous breakups with former manager Bill Caton and trainer Kevin Rooney, Mike was still as dominating as ever going into the ring that night as he attempted to successfully defend his world heavyweight title for the 10th time since winning the WBC version in November of 1986. Tyson had unified all the world titles, and Douglas was a mere stopgap before facing Evander Holyfield in what looked to be the most lucrative fight in boxing history. Buster had other plans. Buster Douglas was in the best shape of his life that night. At six foot five and 235 pounds, Buster was a good half foot taller than the baddest man on the planet. Combined with a 12-inch reach advantage, Douglas used a tremendous jab and movement over the first seven rounds to give the champion a one-sided boxing lesson. While we were watching the fight, my father was awestruck by Buster's ring generalship that evening. Buster was in such a zone that he felt Mike needed a miracle from God to overturn, overturn the beating he was taking. Douglas batted Tyson from pillar to post throughout the eighth round and in his overzealousness, walked into a sizzling right uppercut that dropped the grief-stricken challenger. Douglas barely got up at the count of nine just as the bell sounded to end the round. Despite having a challenger 
Despite having the challenger in deep trouble going into round nine, Tyson, because he had taken such a one-sided beating before scoring the knockdown, had absolutely nothing had absolutely nothing left to finish off Buster. After Buster Douglas cleared his head, he resumed using the heavy jab and right crosses and gave Tyson a wicked beating the second half of the round. Finally, midway through round 10, Buster landed a vicious right uppercut, left hook, right cross, and left hook combination that drove Tyson onto the canvas. Tyson was attempting to get up and put his mouthpiece back in at the same time. He got up just as referee Octavia Medan counted to 10. The greatest upset in boxing history and maybe sports history had occurred. This would be the highlight of Buster's career as eight months later he would get knocked out by Evander Holyfield in a fight I talked about and covered on the last Hitman Chronicles podcast. As for Tyson, his entire downfall began that evening in Tokyo will be written in full detail in an upcoming podcast. As for my father and I, we had watched this historic upset at my then-girlfriend's house. On the subway ride back home, he started laughing and brought up what I, remind, what I had reminded him earlier that evening. When two big men are in the ring, anything could happen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before I begin the rebroadcast of what was a Patreon-only behind-the-payroll episode, Doing this entire Buster Douglas Mike Tyson as a watch along. I want you guys to go to YouTube, type in Mike Tyson versus Buster Douglas ringside videos. Pause your devices. I mean, rather, mute your devices. Then go to the 21 minute and 10 second mark of the ringside videos Mike Tyson versus Buster Douglas. Fight, and then when you hear hear me hit, say hit play or go on the on the recording that's coming up, hit play and watch along as I recreate the play by play of the greatest upset in boxing history. So sit back and enjoy the recreation. Of Buster Douglas versus Mike Tyson, February 11th, 1990. Welcome, everybody, to the latest Patreon pound for pound podcast. As today we are talking the greatest subset. Not only in boxing history, but quite possibly sports history. The night of February 11th, 1990, Tokyo, Japan, in the Tokyo Dome. Mike Tyson, 42 to 1 favorite, defending his undisputed heavyweight championship of the world against unheralded contender James Buster Douglas. Now, going into this fight, at the time I was 21 years old, my father had just turned, this was uh, 1990, so my father would have just turned 42 because his birthday is February 9th. And talking about this fight, we didn't think Mike had a snowballing chance in losing. We were looking forward to him fighting Evander Holyfield, who was the mandatory contender and was set to face Tyson after this fight was over. It was all but a done deal. All the particulars had been agreed to. All they needed was for uh, Mike not to get hurt, like a cut eye or something, from the injured shoulder or, 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 or something coming out of Tokyo. We didn't know what was going to happen. We weren't shocked. Now, hindsight being 2020, we know Buster's mother died 23 days before the fight, and we've seen in the history of sports, Brett Farr, Michael Jordan, how the loss of a parent can really motivate you to play at your highest level, perform at your highest level. We didn't know. We didn't know. Um, it definitely played a role in him that night being fearless and being unbelievable with that left jab. And we'll go. We'll go. We'll get to it. 
February 11th, 1990, the undisputed heavyweight champion world, Mike Tyson, 37-0 against the unheralded Buster Douglas, 29-4-1. This was Buster's second opportunity at a heavyweight championship. His first opportunity came in 1987 when he was stopped. Basically, he was winning the fight, and then basically he quit against Tony Tucker for the IBF title, and then Tucker would lose his subsequent fight versus Tyson as Tyson beat Tony Tucker to become the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Well, he gets this opportunity three years after blowing his shot against Tony Tucker, against Mike Tyson, 42-1 to underdog, going into the Tokyo Dome the night of February 11th, 1990. Now, I have the fight set up on YouTube right before the opening bell. We're going to do like we did with the Randy Turpin upset of Sugar Ray Robinson. We're going to do play-by-play. Well, not play-by-play. Watch along. I will do some play-by-play, and you'll hear exactly what was going down that night, the night of February 11th, 1990. And so let me hit the play button. As both men have already been introduced, the referee has given his instructions. We get ready for round one. Buster looks in phenomenal shape. Buster Douglas, throughout his entire career, had the propensity to gain too much weight. Here, he weighed 231 pounds, 232 pounds, and he looked rock solid. No fat. He looked in phenomenal shape. Six foot five, two thirty one, which at that time was huge for heavyweight. T- today, that's like an average heavyweight. Okay, round one begins. Buster already pumping that jab, pumping that jab. Uh, Buster had one of the great jabs in heavyweight history. Underrated jab. That jab was phenomenal. When you look at this. Uh, Buster Douglas, this Buster Douglas that beat Mike Tyson that night would have been a problem for any heavyweight that ever fought. Motivated Buster Douglas, who had an educated left jab. That jab, left jab was phenomenal when his head was on right. Buster was uh, pushed up against the ropes and he landed a combination to get off. Nice left jab, right cross combination by Buster. 50 seconds into the round and so far Buster's controlling the action with that piston-like left jab. And he also, Buster, you'll see throughout this fight that Buster, whenever Mike gets inside, ties him up. Right now, Mike is not bobbing and weaving. His head is straight up. When you saw Mike Tyson in his prime, which was 1986 to 1989, he bobbed and weaved. He went to the body, uh, no bobbing and weaving so far. A nice right cross there by Mike. And they get inside, and the referee has to separate them. Beautiful right uppercut, left hook, it while while they were tied up inside by James Buster Douglas. That was the first jab Mike threw in the fight. A minute, a minute and 45 into the fight, he threw his first jab. When Mike was in his prime, he used to cut the ring off with that jab. After Kev, after he fired Kevin Rooney after the Michael Spinks fight in June of 1988, the jab, the bobbing and weaving, and the body punching all but became extinct out of his arsenal. That jab, oh, beautiful right cross left hook combination by Buster. And that jab, pumping that jab, right uppercut by Buster Douglas. First round by Buster, brilliantly done, brilliant stuff. And he ties up Mike, 35 seconds left in the round. Mike throwing lunging shots, not going to the body at all. Not throwing the jab. He's throwing one jab the entire round. Buster jabs, ties him up. Referee breaks him up. Buster also leaning on Mike. Buster, the much bigger guy. Oh, Buster, six, seven inch reach advantage, height advantage over Mike Tyson and a significant reach advantage. The end of round one, easily won by Buster Douglas. 
this, ladies and gentlemen, watching this a fight with my father back in February 1990. It was a couple of days after his uh, 42nd birthday. So we sitting there, and it's like a, our little birthday celebration, mine, me and him celebrating his birthday. And we sitting there watching this at my girlfriend at the time's house. And my father's like, all right, well, Buster looked good in that first round, but he has a tendency to get exhausted. And Mike will probably wear him down with body punches. And I said, my, told my father, well, he better start throwing the body because he didn't throw any body punches in that round. All right, we get ready for round two. Scheduled for 12 rounds for the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world, February 11th, 1990. One thing that you saw, Buster, Buster stayed in the middle of the ring and he pumped that jab. They just doubled up that jab. He looked like vintage Larry Holmes in this fight so far. Mike at at Mike at 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 his best was five foot eleven. Buster was a legit six five. Buster throwing a six punch combination there, beautifully done. Mike not moving his head at all. Oh, beautiful left jab right. Oh, Buster, Buster throwing punches and punches, and Mike not responding there. Mike finally throws a left hook blocked easily by Buster Douglas. He sees everything Mike's throwing. And now Buster holding on as they go on inside, keeping Mike from landing any wicked inside shots. There again, every time Mike comes in, Buster wisely ties him up. And they're in the middle of the ring, which Mike has to have Buster up against the ropes. Middle of the ring, Buster's ring IQ and his jab is controlling everything. Mike, throughout his entire career, had problems with big men who could box. Oh, a five-punch combination there by Buster Douglas. Everything off that beautiful left jab. He is just doing whatever he wants against Mike so far in the first two rounds. Minute and eight left in the first round, and Buster completely dominating Mike Tyson so far. Mike is doing more holding than throwing punches. This is ridiculous. For the, it took until 50 seconds left in the second round for Mike to throw his first body shots. He, th- he landed a nice combination to the to the rib cage there, but far a little too late because he's done nothing in this round other than those two body shots. Buster has completely dominated this round with those flurries. And keeping the the fight in the middle of the ring. There goes that jab again by Buster Glove. The left jab, right cross combination. Right uppercut by Buster. Followed by right cross. Another right cross. Left. Oh, Buster Douglas with another right hand. James Buster Douglas dominating. Mike hitting on the break, but he missed. Double jab by Buster Douglas. Then he ties up Mike. End of round two at hand, Buster easily has won both rounds. Whatever instructions they're giving Mike in the corner, this is sad. The cornerman for Mike Tyson didn't even have an end swell to help because uh, <laughs> by the fifth round Buster Douglas had swelled up Mike's both both of Mike's eyes and they didn't have the end swell to bring the swelling down it's, I have the sound off so I don't know what kind of instructions they're giving Mike but uh Whatever they're telling Mike, they need to tell him to wake the fuck up. Round three. By the way, the referee is Octavio Mehran. Octavio Mehran. Remember that name because he's going to play a huge part in this fight later on. 
They're tied up inside. And when they're tied up, Mike is not doing anything when they're tied up. Mike lands a left hook to the body. And once again, they're wrestling inside. Double jab followed by a right cross by Buster. Oh, beautiful left jab, right cross combination by Buster. Mike comes back with a right hand, but not, at, not until after being hit with four straight shots. Everything in the middle of the ring. Stiff jab. Oh, right cross by Buster Douglas. Another right cross by Buster Douglas followed by a left hook. And Mike walked in and held Buster instead of throwing punches. Double jab by Buster. And then he ties up Mike. Mike looks very lethargic in this fight so far. No head movement. And he's not throwing he's not throwing his his usual burst of combinations. And he's getting hit at will. And right there, he, he threw an unorthodox left hook that missed. And then Mike, when, he's, when he cuts the ring off, he grabs Buster instead of going to the body. Once again, Buster controlling the action in this round as Mike is doing little or nothing and Buster is landing that jab at well with the occasional right cross and left hook combination. Buster in the middle, keeping the fight in the middle of the ring and then Mike jumps in and ties up Buster. Why is he tying up Buster? Why is he not going to the body, going to the rib cage? There goes a left hook that glanced off of uh, Buster's jaw. Then Buster comes back with a three-point, three-punch combination. Left jab, another right uppercut. That right uppercut has been brilliant so far in this fight by Buster Douglas. A weapon that Evander Holyfield would use successfully twice against Mike Tyson later on in their, both their careers. No head moving by Mike. Mike not going to the body. Mike gets inside and he holds. And he's doing Buster Douglas a favor by doing that. Round three ends. Another round for Buster Douglas. I got it. 30-27 Buster after three rounds. Mike's cornerman screaming at him. But Mike never had chemistry with another trainer after he fired Kevin Rooney. Kevin Rooney got more out of Mike Tyson than any other trainer that ever trained him. And that includes Customato and Teddy Atlas. Kevin Rooney and Mike Tyson were an unbeatable team. I've always said, had Kevin Rooney not been fired, Rooney and Mike could have made could have made record record making History in the heavyweight division When he fired Kevin Rooney Ladies and gentlemen That was the beginning of the end Of Mike Tyson's career Round four begins Buster comes out Throwing that beautiful left jab Another goes the jab Controlling the action with the jab Controlling the action with the jab He threw three straight jabs Mike hasn't thrown a punch yet there goes another, A triple jab right there Another jab by Buster Buster pumping that jab like his name is Larry Holmes, circa 1979. And you see, Buster is not dancing. He's in the middle of the ring, sticking that jab out there, throwing combinations. Mike throws a right hand that misses. Buster barely misses with a right uppercut in return. And now Mike tying up Buster. Referee Mayron separates them. More more wrestling inside. Mike is being a detriment to himself. Instead of throwing shots inside to the body, he's holding with Buster. Buster with a nice combination. Buster with the jab. Buster with a left jab, right uppercut combination. Those punches weren't heavy. They weren't hurtful, but they were effective. They were scoring shots. 
And the judges see that Buster is busy and Mike's not doing anything. Right cross by by uh, Buster Douglas and Tyson responds by putting Buster in a headlock. Mike misses a wild left hook. The ring generalship uh, exhibited by Buster Douglas in, in this fight is a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10. This is how you fight Mike Tyson. This is how Lennox Lewis fight fought Mike Tyson. This is how we end of Holyfield fought Mike Tyson. They stayed in the middle of the ring. They pumped out that jab. Oh, good right cross after a couple of jabs by James Buster Douglas. As you can see, ladies and gentlemen, it's all Buster Douglas. You, you rarely hear me mention Tyson throwing any punches. Double jab by uh, Buster Douglas. Mike has done nothing. Mike has done nothing so far but eat punches and hold. Buster Douglas with a left jab, right cross combination, and then he wrestle inside. Mike throws a wicked right. To the body But then he holds on Instead of Continuing On 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 Throwing punches After landing that right hand Right uppercut by Buster Mike with This best shot Right there Nice left hook But Buster comes back With a Four punch combination End of the round Another round In James Buster Douglas's uh, uh, Favor 40-36 After four rounds On my scorecard at the end of the round, Tyson landed his best shot of the fight, a left hook, and then Buster came right back with a sizzling four-punch combination. And there, you're watching on the watch-along, Evander Holyfield, a young, handsome Evander Holyfield at ringside in a nice suit, nice silk suit, supposed to fight Mike after this fight. And he's sitting there, and he's got a worried look at his face, as he should be. But he shouldn't have anything to worry about because... The winner was mandated to fight him regardless. He was number one contender in all three alphabet soup criminal cartel organizations. WBA, WBC, and the IBF. The WBO existed, but it was not considered a real organization. But to be honest with you, they, none of them are real organizations. They're all fucking puppet masters. Round five begins. Buster back to pushing out that jab. Sticking that jab. Then a right cross. Another right cross. Oh, no, a right cross left hook combination by Buster. Buster, double jab. Another jab by Buster. It is all Buster Douglas. Nice stiff jab right there as Mike tried to throw a left hook. He got stopped by the jab. Buster fighting a textbook fight on how you fight a slugger. Left jab, right cross, left hook combination. Oh, Buster Douglas. Another beautiful left jab followed by a right cross by Buster Douglas. Mike has done absolutely nothing in this round but take shots. He's just a city, he's a punching bag right now. No bobbing and weaving, no body punching, no combination throwing, no jab. And then Buster with a left jab, right cross combination, double jab by Buster. And oh, left jab, right cross, left hook combination by Buster Douglas. And again, Buster Douglas. It is all Buster Douglas. He's making Mike Tyson look like a rank amateur. That jab, he is just, oh, followed by a right uppercut by Buster Douglas. One of the greatest performances in the history of the heavyweight division was Buster Douglas' performance this night. He is fighting, so far, a flawless fight, a virtuoso performance. Mike is doing nothing right now but eating jabs and combinations and then holding inside. He's not throwing any punches, ladies and gentlemen. 
right uppercut again by Buster Douglas. On a right cross down the pipe by Buster Douglas as he fainted with the jab and threw the right cross. Mike cannot stop Buster Douglas from landing at will. Left jab, right cross. Both of those shots missed, but he's throwing punches. Mike is doing nothing. Mike has done nothing in this round but eat leather. He finally landed a right to the body right there. The first significant shot he's landed all round as the round is about to come to a close. Another round in the bank for Buster Douglas. 50-45 after five rounds. Mike's left eye is closing rapidly. And they don't have an end swell. What they have? They have what looks like a condom blown up into a balloon with ice inside of it. Come on, man. This is some bullshit right here. What? Talk about horrific trainers. A horrific corner for the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. And they're showing the replay of those brilliant combinations that Buster Douglas landed throughout the fifth round. Beautiful right cross right there, and followed by a left hook. As I stated earlier during the round, it has been all Buster Douglas. One thing we learned about Mike in this fight is that he had that he had a tremendous chin. We weren't sure about his chin because he had been hurt by an uppercut by Tony Tucker when he beat Tucker by decision for the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. So, and then Frank Bruno hurt him in. February of 89. Um, so we weren't sure about his chin because he was destroying everybody. Well, in this fight, he's eating every shot by a much bigger man. So this fight proved that Mike had a great chin. Round six, nothing's really happened yet. Both in the middle of the ring. There goes Mike tying Buster up again. Right cross by Buster after he fainted, and they threw a left uppercut inside. Round six of a scheduled 12 round for the for Mike Tyson's undisputed heavyweight championship of the world, February 11th, 1990. Mike threw a wild left hook right there. Buster pushes him off. Buster being more physical. Just more domin- dominating in every single way of the word. When you look at this fight, you will know that had Mike Tyson fought a prime Larry Holmes or Muhammad Ali, that they would have boxed circles around him with their jab. It would have been no contest. Mike has done absolutely nothing in this round. Buster's barely done more. This is the, the, the least active Buster's been throughout the entire fight. Maybe he's taking the round off because of all the punches he's thrown in the first five rounds. So far, there's been a nothing round. Mike threw a wild left hook that missed. First two minutes of this round have, have been non-eventful. I'm surprised, well, n- not really. You know, I'm surprised Buster's not throwing more jazz, but then again, he's throwing a lot of punches in in first five rounds. Sixth round, he might be getting that second win. The reason I say I'm surprised he doesn't throw the jab as much, if not more, in this round is because Mike's left eye is, is almost completely closed. Tough round to score because really nothing's happened in this round. Busted through a right hook, right cross, left hook combination. He missed both shots. That round I will give to Mike Tyson because he tried more. Buster took that round off. So... After six rounds, I've got it 59-55, Buster Douglas. I don't know what the corner is telling Mike because I got the volume down. 
But whatever they tell them, they need to tell them to step up and they need to find a way to find an inswell somewhere. Because right now they're doing nothing to stop that eye from um, closing. Buster looks very relaxed and focused in his corner. He has stayed focused the entire fight. Even though in that round he didn't do much and I thought he lost the round, he still kept the fight in the middle of the ring and he didn't allow himself to get up against the ropes and take severe punishment. Round seven begins. After Buster missed a jab right cross combination, they tied up inside. So far, Octavian Mehran has done a solid job. Beautiful right cross. Oh, left hook, right cross, left hook. Combination by Buster. Buster with a right cross. Buster now pumping that jab like he did before. He looks like he's got his second wind. Mike with an uppercut that was blocked inside. I often wonder, did Mike come into this fight thinking all he had to do was land one shot and he can go home? Because he's fought with no urgency at all throughout this entire fight. I love how Buster dances on his toes to set up his jab. He bounces on his toes to set up that left jab. Nice left jab right there. Left jab, right cross combination by Buster Douglas. Minute and a half left in the round, round seven, and Buster is back to dominating. Mike doing nothing but eating jabs right now. Buster's ring generalship right throughout this entire fight has been phenomenal. Mike with a nice quasi left hook, left uppercut, but that's the only significant shot he's landed in his round so far. He... Glances a left hook off of uh, Buster's chin right there, and then they tie up. Less than a minute left in round number seven. Left uppercut to the body by Mike. Mike throwing one punch at a time. He's not throwing combinations. Buster's throwing combinations throughout the entire fight. And Buster pushing out that jab, sticking that jab. They tie up inside. Much better round for Buster in the seventh round than the sixth round. He took off seventh round. He's come back to take control of the fight. They tie up inside as Buster misses a right uppercut, and Buster pushes Mike up against the ropes. Might have been the first time anybody's back has touched the ropes this entire fight. Mike with a right hook to the body, left hook to the to the head. Right cross to the back of the head by accident by Buster. And they butted heads as they both went to tie each other up. End of round seven. Slight edge to Buster because he threw more shots, landed more shots. Tyson came back a little strong late in the round, but I have to give the edge to Buster there. Six rounds to seven. 69-64 Douglas after seven rounds. They just showed a graphic where Mike has landed 21 jabs. This is a seven-round fight. That means he's landed three round, three jabs per round, which is pathetic for the heavyweight champion of the world. Meanwhile, Buster has landed 89 jabs. 49% of his jabs landed. So he has landed 12 and a half jabs per round compared to three jabs per round for Mike, showing you the dominance of that jab. He is out jabbing Mike four jabs to one. We are about to begin round eight. They're showing um, both men in the middle ring, and we start round eight. And Buster comes back once again, double jab. Mike not doing anything. He threw a wild right cross, then tied up Buster. Buster with a jab, right cross combination. Mike threw a three-punch combination for the first time in the fight. 
He missed him, but he actually threw a three-punch combination instead of one punch at a time. Left uppercut by Mike. Mike might be sensing some urgency here. He stepped up the gas pedal. Another left uppercut, right cross combination by Mike. Mike doing combinations for the first time in the fight. Uh, they get uh, referee Mayron uh, breaks it up. Mike goes inside, ties up Buster. I do not understand why Mike continues to tie up Buster Douglas. A lot of wrestling in this round. Mike has had the advantage so far in this round, but too much wrestling. Left hook missed by Mike Tyson. And once again, they tie up in the middle of the ring. Double jab by uh, Buster Douglas. Buster definitely is showing some fatigue in this round. Mike misses with a right hand over the top. And they tie up again. Mike throws his occasional jab there. First jab he's thrown in many, many rounds. Mike misses with a wild right cross. Definitely he's been the aggressor in this round as Buster might be taking off another round due to fatigue. Double jab by Buster. Right cross, nice. Left, right cross, left to combination by Buster. Buster with another triple. Double jab followed by a right cross. Buster with a beautiful double jab. Another jab and a right cross by Buster. Buster opening up here late in the eighth round. 40 seconds left in the round. He was listless for the first two minutes. Last minute of the round, he's... Ooh, they both landed right hands there. Buster with a combination. Buster landed an uppercut while, while, while Mike landed a right cross at the same time. That was dangerous with Buster. Buster leaving... Oh, beautiful uppercut right cross combination by Buster. Buster with a three-punch combination. Left hook to the body. Buster with a left hook, right cross. Buster's got Mike against the ropes. Wow. Oh, a spectacular right uppercut and down goes Buster. Buster listening to the count. Buster gets up. Now, this is where they claim it was a long count. But if you watch the when you watch the knockdown, Buster is on is sitting on his elbow and he's listening to the referee intently. He was alert. And then Mike distracted the referee and the referee stopped the count to tell Mike to get to the neutral corner. And then the referee Mayron went back to count and Buster got up at nine. Buster would have gotten up before Mike distracted the referee. So the controversy about the long count is bullshit. But that was a beautiful right uppercut Mike landed as he was getting bombarded by a fusillade of power punches by Buster Douglas. And it happened at the end of the round. Had that uppercut landed early in the round, I don't see how Buster could have survived. That was a perfectly executed right uppercut. Right up the chin above the throat. Wow. Round nine. Mike going for the kill. And now Buster ties him up smartly. Let's see what Mike what Mike did in this round and what Buster did in this round to turn the tide. Because right now the momentum is heavy on Mike Tyson's side. Mike with a double left hook. Right uppercut again by Mike. But Buster coming back with a beautiful five punch, six punch combination. Buster is not going to be denied tonight. Ooh, another wicked right uppercut by Mike. Mike with a right cross. Ooh, Mike staggered Buster for a moment there. Best round of the fight so far as as far as give and take goes. Buster Douglas' head seems to be clear from that brutal uppercut and then the right cross early in the round that hurt him. Mike misses with a wild right cross. 
Bust a double jab And he ties up Mike Kudos to Buster Douglas I would have thought When I first saw this fight Almost 32 years to the day 33 years to the day That once Mike had Buster in trouble It'd be over And right now Buster has Mike Tyson up against the ropes And he is landing punch after punch He is battering Mike up against the ropes It is all James Buster Douglas with 50 seconds left in the round. Mike's left eye is completely shut. He misses a wild left uppercut as Buster is taking it to the heavyweight champion of the world, battering him from pillar to post. The knockdown from the round earlier, a distant memory. Right cross, left hook, right cross, left hook, full punch combination, left jab, right cross. It is all Buster Douglas. He's battering Mike Tyson. Tyson holding on for dear life as he is taking a fusillade of power shots. Right cross, left hook, bam! Buster battering Mike. Erasing the knockdown from the round before. End of round nine. So, so far, I have it seven rounds to two, Buster Douglas. If you count, now, after nine rounds, seven rounds to two, and then you subtract another point for the knockdown. So I have it 87, 83, Buster, after nine rounds. 87, 83, Buster. Buster battered Mike second half of that round. Landing a fusillade of hooks and crosses as Mike was up against the ropes, holding for dear life. One of the greatest performances in heavyweight history. We get ready for round 10. Buster Douglas fighting the fight of his life. Never before or after did he ever fight like this again. Mike comes and lands a right cross. While it landed, there was nothing on it. Mike right now looks like a dead fighter. A dead fighter walking. Double jab by a James Buster Douglas. Mike holding on. Right cross by Buster Douglas as he gets out of uppercut by Buster Douglas. Buster back to busting up Mike Tyson. Mike up against the ropes now. Gets off the ropes as they tie up. Buster back to throwing the jab. They tie up in the middle of the ring. Round 10. My scorecard, 87-83. Mike needs a knockout to win. Right cross by Buster Douglas. Buster with the jab. Mike doing nothing in this round at all. Looking just to survive or clear his head. Maybe he's got one last burst. Oh, beautiful left hook, right cross, left hook. Down goes, down goes Tyson. Down goes Tyson. Referee counting. Tyson. Six, seven. Tyson put, tries to put the mouthpiece back in. It's over. It is over. James Buster Douglas by 10th round knockout, the new undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. And that ends the watch along. Now, a brief synopsis of what occurred. He would lose the title in October to Evander Holyfield. As Buster Douglas would lose the title in October to Buster Douglas, he... He got, I forgot the person. He got anywhere from 15 to $25 million for that horrible outing he did. He came in 15 pounds heavier than he did against Mike Tyson. Was knocked out in the third round by a beautiful right cross by Evander Holyfield. And so his reign lasted only eight months. And then he retired and then made a comeback because he almost died as he, as he uh had a... Diabetic seizure, James Buster Douglas, as he had gotten to like 400 pounds. And he made a comeback in order to lose the weight to 
live. And I think he had eight, nine fights in his comeback. He had one loss, a first-round knockout to Lou Savarese. He was supposed to fight Mike Tyson again in December of 1995, but the Nevada State Athletic Commission, was it the Nevada State? Whatever state commission was uh, overseeing the fight ruled that Buster Douglas was not physically fit to fight Mike Tyson, and so instead of Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson fought Buster Mathis Jr. So he went from one Buster to another. Uh, Mike was disappointed because he really wanted that 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 he wanted to over he wanted to uh, redeem himself for losing to uh, Buster Douglas. Uh, Buster Douglas retired, I believe, 1999-2000, and has lived a very comfortable life ever since. He took care of himself financially. Not one of those uh, sad stories of a broken down fighter, and he will forever go down as having the greatest upset. In not only boxing history, but in sports history, the night of February 11th, 1990. Now, making my, I'm making this announcement right now, starting next month on the Patreon bonus $5 a month podcast here that you guys are listening. The Life and Times of Muhammad Ali, a 10-part series. We will look at the 10 most significant fights in Muhammad Ali's career. We will start because we, I already covered his upset win over Sonny Liston on the greatest upsets in boxing history. So we won't start there. We will start with his second fight with Sonny Liston, March of 2000, I mean, March of 1965. So next month, we begin the life and times of Muhammad Ali beginning with the first defense of his World Heavyweight Championship against Sonny Liston, the rematch, March of 1965. Until then, be blessed and be a blessing.